Welcome to the Bill Spadia Show on demand. Don't forget to subscribe and follow this show so you'll never miss a minute. Bill Spadia is compensated for commercial and nonprofit appearances. 609 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey. Taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. I want to thank Parks Casino and Sportsbook for sponsoring New Jersey Chime Time every morning, every hour on the show. So, Dan, a little chilly out this morning. Yeah, feeling like January. Yeah. No, I mean, not too bad, though. Uh, we were sure. uh, we were in Vermont uh, getting ready for uh, Elizabeth's wedding, which is coming up now in Ooh, uh, just fun, under fun. two weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was snowing. We got a ton of snow. and then But driving back, there was snow through New York. And then we got into Jersey, and it's like, oh. Nothing we're all, left. All, we're all gone. Yes. Where'd it go? Right. I leave for a couple of days. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. We uh, we had the rain that washed everything yeah. away. And uh, so we have a blank slate. The ground is really soggy, really saturated. Yeah. So, you know, next two weeks, dry, quiet weather. Uh, we could use that to dry yeah. things out. Push the reset button, and then by the time we get to mid-February again, everything will be reloaded, and we'll get back into active wintry weather. So what are you thinking? Next, we're going to go next 10 days? I, I know you don't like to go too far out, but yeah, yeah. at least for this coming weekend, but in the wintertime, we're always looking at that long-range yeah. pattern, and there's nothing significant in the next 10 days. No big cold snaps, no big storm systems. There'll be a couple hiccups, yeah. a couple showers and flurries and little fluctuations, uh, but in general, things are looking yeah. really tranquil. And uh, But the ground should start to dry. I mean, I noticed that yeah. the ground is so saturated that the Town Square, New Jersey 101.5 <laughs> kitchen is completely flooded out this Lake morning. Lake Town Square yeah. has formed here. Yeah. New Jersey 101.5. And, um, There's no absorption. I think that's the problem in well, the kitchen. We've, we've yeah. left the mopping uh, duty to you, Bill. We figured you would be the best uh, man for the job there. I'm thinking at the 6.30 news break that I'm going to grab the mop and start cleaning up. Can, can I tell you our idea? Tell me. We need to take photos of you mopping the floor, and that's could a be, post. Could be a post. That's right. That could be a post. All right, maybe I should do a poll. Should I take a break during the news and mop the kitchen floor uh, as a uh, statement, right? This is great. That's it. Thank you, Dan. Yep. Uh, Eric, welcome back to me. Welcome back to you. Yes, indeed. Uh, how was it? What did I miss? I miss anything crazy? You missed nothing. That's the, Nothing changes. It's the same as when you left it. It's still a big pile of... Yeah, mess. what? I can't... The kitchen... Literally, I walk in, and producer Kristen's like... I know you go straight to the kitchen in the morning. Uh, be advised, there's a little bit of water. Yeah, I came walking through there this morning. <laughs> it's and I, flooded. I usually have my script in my hand, and I'm kind of just looking at stuff like that. I had my head down, and I heard splash as I yeah. put my foot down, and I went, uh-oh. Yeah, that's not the, good. The wet floor sign is always in the kitchen. Always. See, that's the problem. We are so used to the wet floor sign that we ignore it. So here's what I noticed. It may have been producer Kristen that did this. There were two. Oh. Wet floor signs. Oh, now it's serious. So I think now that's how we know. That's It's like, uh, I was waiting to drive by. I was waiting to see like a police officer with the lights, you know, <laughs> directing traffic. I just, <laughs> anyway, welcome back. Ay, ay, ay. Right? So, Vermont was good? Yeah, it was really good. I mean, it's, uh, so when I I didn't. There was oh. no time. We, uh, you know, we, we met at the, uh, we went to the venue and uh, I mean, here they are. So my daughter plans the wedding with uh, with her mom, with Jody, um, long distance, right? Because Elizabeth and Charlie are in London. Yeah. So it's been, uh, I have to say, though, they've got this, they've got it buttoned up. 
you know, and and how you're do just, I know? Because I had nothing to, write, to do yeah. with it. Well, you're just there to write the check. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I had, nobody involved me. I did. I was assigned a few calls, and I realized my daughter is a pretty good boss. Well, like she did the follow up. She's yeah. like, "All right, Dad, you're calling this number. Here's what you're saying." Like she literally put it in my calendar as an appointment. Wow, that's great. How about that? With the notes, I'm like, "Wow, it's pretty easy." I also got some text reminders from her. Dad, have you made this call? Have you made that call? But <laughs> I, I, I can work under those circumstances. I actually like that. But it got me thinking. Uh, we're getting old. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I, it's it. It is. You got your uh, son graduating law school all of a sudden, and and yeah. uh, my daughter's getting married. It went. It went last. The last few years, I think, went super fast. Yeah. I. It, they really have. And I, and it, and. I mean, it's. I'm thrilled to be at this stage of my life because we. You, you, yeah, I love it. You too. have people now, right? Yes, I mean, you I don't have it. children anymore. You have people, right. you know, and and you can you can be friends with them now, and you can hang out with them, and you can do all yes, that, you know, that yes. kind of stuff now. They're you, adults. You know, yes, they're adults. I they're love grown it. adults, and you know, it's. I don't know if there are weddings in our future. I mean, my oldest boy's a beach bum in Florida and loves living every bit yeah, of it. Why and not? you know, Alex is going to be graduating law school and then starting. His practice, and then yeah. you know. So what? I, I mean, Alex I, is going to stay in Jersey, though, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah, that's been that was really our discussion, and I the kids are starting to talk about what that looks like. You know, and and my gut is if they decide to have kids, I don't think they stay in London. Healthcare there is something completely different. Not that yeah. it's so great yeah. here, but you know, the, the <clears throat> access here is a, a lot greater, no matter where you live. Yeah, that's I mean, and that's true no matter where you travel. I mean, you know, we we travel all around the world and, you know, a lot of places in the in the Caribbean. And, you know, you that is one of the things that you factor into it is you hope you don't need medical care. Yeah. Um, but I think <clears throat> I think Alex is here for for the long haul because this is where he'll pass the bar and this is yeah. where he'll start, you know, practicing. Um, and, you know, I don't think I don't think Donovan will ever return. To New Jersey. Well, it's funny because the weather is part of it. I, I got to believe. I mean, you know, our son Michael is in San Diego. I mean, he's, right. he's a junior. Yeah. He's, I, I mean, <laughs> it's 82 degrees and sunny almost every day. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, and it, it's, like they have a whole outside culture that you don't get here. Now, I love the four seasons here. I do. I do too. Um, but I, I mean, you grew up with what? Two seasons, three seasons, uh, yeah, yeah, heavy really, winter, yeah. the, melt, <laughs> the melt, and then and 10 the, minutes of yeah, heat, and then you're back to snow. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> August was summer. That was it. You got August. Um, that's right. yeah, and, but it, it's, yeah, I don't know. I, it, and that's, we talk a lot about, you know, our friends, and I'm sure you do too, that have kids that are on the same age. Yeah. Um, what do they do when they graduate? I mean, I was at least fortunate that. Alex decided to go to school here because there were other law schools that he was that he was right, looking at, you right. know, and, and settled on Seton Hall. I love that. Um, but you know, there there were I don't think there was any question um, after high school that my older son was was getting out. He he didn't he didn't like the cold. He didn't like anything yeah. to do with it in New Jersey. He yeah. just he wanted to be he wanted to go to Florida, and he and his buddies figured it out. They went to Florida, yeah. and you know they figured it out. And I so I don't know. I and. and <laughs> It will be, and as a parent, you start to think, you know, what does it look like in the next ten years? I've been saying this, uh, you know, I don't anticipate retirement, at least anytime soon. No, not uh, right. I mean, between media and politics, I think over the next ten years, I'm busy. But uh, but then the question is, you know, Michael stays in California. Does he get married out there? Does he have kids? Does right. he stay? He's got a job starting. Um, 
next week in La Jolla, which is, uh, you know, oh, I mean, beautiful. it's one of the nicest spots yeah. in the country, right? Yeah. So that's the question I have for you this morning. Um, and I want to talk to you if you've got kids that don't live in the state uh, or are you thinking about what, what happens over the next few years? My thought is, and I want your input, um, I want to encourage Elizabeth and Charlie the Butcher after they get married to move back to the States. I'd love for them to move to New Jersey. What would you think the best spot in New Jersey for first-time homebuyer newlyweds? Where would you recommend that they settle? 1-800-283-101.5. It's a chance to plug your town. Unless you hate your town and you have another idea. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. 616 is the time. Traffic on by the next. Zero. 622 on New Jersey, 101.5. I am Bill Spadio with you until 10 o'clock this morning. Talk of Jersey, taking your calls, 1-800-283-101.5. So as we uh, head into my daughter's wedding just uh, under two weeks away, I'm thinking about uh, Elizabeth and Charlie the Butcher getting married. And maybe at some point moving back to America would be great. We'd love to bring them back from London. Um, but then I thought, okay, we got a lot of work to do to make New Jersey the place that they want to settle. But what town would you recommend if you had kids thinking about moving back here and why? Let's start with Gene and Cherry Hill. Morning, Gene. How are you? Hi, Bill. Great. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, so what do you think? I've, I've been in South Jersey all my life, so I really don't have a lot of points of comparison as far as above Trenton, maybe. Uh, I just hear a lot about the politics up there, and yeah. I'm definitely not interested in that. Too close to New York, I guess. Uh, but I grew up in Cherry Hill. Um, my older kids grew up in Salem County. My husband was police chief there. Um, but my youngest grew up in Cherry Hill. And honestly, um, it's a great place to live. Uh, there's so much to do here. Um, the services are great. Yeah. Uh, it's expensive, you know, but. Gene, what part of Cherry Hill, what part of Cherry Hill do you live in? As I graduated from Cherry Hill East. So we lived off of, um, right off of Crescent Road. I lived in the Woodcrest area. That's where I grew up. Yes. I grew, I grew up on that side. I grew up in Surrey Place East. Surrey Place East. So you were across uh, the street. Right, that Cherry Hill East was on one side, Surrey Place was on the other side, right? No, that was the original Surrey Place. Surrey Place East was built later. I was closer to Marlton. Got it. Um, yeah. So I grew up there. Actually, didn't really like it because I'm in my sixties. Cherry yeah. Hill was. It just it wasn't up and coming at that point. There yeah. wasn't much there. When I moved back up to Cherry Hill, I live on the west side, um, about five minutes from the mall. Oh, that's great. Uh, off King, so, off, yeah, off of King's Highway. So everything is there. So, it's changed, though, right? It feels changed. way more built up, doesn't it? It really is. It really is. But, you know, I have a, a Dunkin' Donuts, three of them within a mile, you know. Um, I have four grocery stores within a mile, all different ones. Uh, there's restaurants galore. There's, you know, uh, hop right on. Now that they opened up easy access to um, uh, the Atlantic City Expressway, mm -hmm. you know, hop right on 295. I'm, I'm at the casino in 59 minutes. So it's, it's a really nice location. And um, 
uh, my neighborhood is very settled, not a lot of transients at all. Uh, it's an older section. It's called Kingston. It's actually the original uh, development in Cherry Hill. It was no kidding. In the early 50s. No kidding. Yeah, and, and, and I love it there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, of any place. Now, my daughter lived in Collingswood for about a year. She loved it there. Yeah, Collingswood's a nice town. My uh, my my dad grew up there. It's it's a nice town. We had a shop in uh, in Westmont, and I mean that was my summers. I, I worked after school. I worked during the summers. Uh, is I was just at Kaminsky's not too long ago, maybe six months. Mm. Right, great place. Do you remember when Kaminsky's used to have the carved roast beef behind the bar? I was just going to say that great roast beef sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. yep. I don't think they're still yep. carving it behind the bar, but but the sandwiches are good. Listen, I've got to no, jump, but- Gene. But thank you for the uh, great plug and uh, a little uh, walk down memory lane from my days in Cherry Hill. All right, we're adding Cherry Hill to the list as a place that a young family should uh, think about. So, uh, all right, your call's coming up. Where would you recommend if you had family thinking about moving to Jersey? Now, I'm building a list. And look, part of it's selfish. I would love for my daughter Elizabeth and Charlie the Butcher after the wedding to take a long look at New Jersey and say, hey, it's time to come back to the States. But what town would you recommend in New Jersey, 1-800-283-101.5-626. Eric Scott with the news next. 637 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls, 1-800-283-101.5. All right, let's jump right back into it. So uh, my daughter, Elizabeth, and her, uh, her fiancé, Charlie the Butcher, from the U.K., Get married in less than two weeks. And now the wedding is is here. The wedding's going to be in Vermont. But, it, you know, it's like pulling teeth to, to hopefully have these kids come back and relocate to the States. Now, Elizabeth's been in the U.K. now for eight years. And my question is, and I, I think they're starting to have this conversation about what it would be like and where would they move if they come to the States, which eventually and definitely if they have... Uh, kids, they want to uh, they want to relocate to the United States, which I completely understand. And uh, as parents, Jody and I are thrilled. That said, we'd love for them to come to Jersey because I'm digging in. And the question is where? So we uh, we heard from Gene in Cherry Hill. I grew up in Cherry Hill, a little bit of nostalgia there. Michael in Brooklyn called. He said uh, Hamilton or the Princeton area. Can't argue with that, but I don't know. You think if they move back to Jersey, they want to be that close to me? I'm thinking... Probably want to put a little distance. Maybe not an entire ocean, but maybe just a, a little bit of distance. Where do you think the kids ought to come back and relocate to? Let's go to Kim in Clinton. Hey, Kim, how are you? Good. How are you? Love your show. Love your show. Thank you, Kim. Appreciate that. So what do you think? Where should we well, um, tell the kids to go? It depends on what they like. If they like the city. Um, I grew up in a small town, Stanhope, North um, Jersey, Stanhope, New Jersey. Oh, Sussex County. I love it. Of course. Yes, it's good for the children. If they have children to go to schools there, it's quiet, but yet now it's built up a lot since I've been a kid. Yeah. Um, there's You're close to New York. You're two hours away from the shore. Um, it's it's really nice. I, I love it there. Does it, does it feel yeah, remote, yeah. Kim? I mean, I love Sussex County. We spent we spend a lot of time during this election season in Hopatcong helping our friends with yes. uh, with their local election. And I have to say, 
the 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 people, the friendliness. You know, people talk about, oh, you got to leave New Jersey to find friendly. Uh, not true. Sussex County is arguably one of the friendliest counties we have in New Jersey. And that's not a knock on other counties, but you know, people tend to know each other in the local towns. Do you agree? Yes. It's, it's anywhere from, like, outside of Clinton, New Jersey, all the way to Andover, New Jersey. My brother lives in Andover. We also moved there. That's a nice place, Lake Lenape. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love New Jersey down that way. Um, I would probably stay more away from the city, um, but I like it. Yeah, I do too. I love it. All right, Kim, we'll uh, we'll add uh, Stanhope Netcong area to uh, to the list. Thank you, Kim. Have a great rest of your day. Appreciate you. Yeah, I, I you know as I think about this, it does depend on what you want. But the great thing about New Jersey is you can get anything you want. I mean, you can get that that feeling of a city with all the all the hustle and bustle. If you think about a place like Red Bank, right? Red Bank is uh, almost a um, you know, a New York City suburb, certainly a commuter town, um, but you've got the high-end restaurants, you've got the the boutique shops, you've got some great places. Then, you know, we have a lot of work to do, and, and I have pledged to focus on this, not in political soundbite mode like we've had former governors uh, talk about, which drives me crazy. Remember when um, Chris Christie and then uh, President Barack Obama sat there, you know, Patting each other on the back about what a great job they did bringing Camden back. Meanwhile, if you've been to Camden recently, you're like, whoa, not back at all. Um, but we, we need to bring it back because we should be able to offer that city experience in New Jersey without having to move to Manhattan or to Philadelphia. We've got some great cities. I mean, Newark is is a great city and we've got to do some. I mean, Ross Barack has just done such a poor job of leading it because Ross Baraka is all about Ross Baraka. He's not about the families that are suffering and struggling. Uh, but there's no reason why Newark, New Jersey can't be revitalized and and brought up to the the magnificence that it had. Back you go back to the 60s before the riots, um Newark, New Jersey was a destination for people. I mean I remember having this conversation with uh, my old producer at uh, Chasing News at Fox, Jerry Burke. And he's like, you know, we used to talk about Newark being the Paris of the East Coast, where, you know, people would, you, there were paintings and pictures of people strolling down the street with the gas-lit lamps, walking and going to outside restaurants and boutique shops. All of it can all come back. But it's a function of two things. One, it's a function of law enforcement. You really have to value and prioritize law enforcement and then it's a function of economic opportunity. And where you can combine economic opportunity through tax cuts and business incentives with strong law enforcement, not this ridiculousness we have today where essentially we've, we've legalized looting in the United States. Um, <clears throat> once we crack down and we again start filling our jails with the bad guys, and empower the cops to do their jobs, a place like Newark should be a go-to. Like, I, I would love to see, because, you know, with, with, with our kids, and I don't know about, about you, um, they love the city. You know, Michael is thrilled in San Diego, right? He's living with a bunch of guys uh, off campus now. They've got a house. They're within uh, quick access to the beach, quick access to downtown. There's a 
there's city life, there's uh, a little bit of the s suburban life, and a lot of the beach life. San Diego's perfect for young kids. Here's the problem. Wildly overpriced. So you got, you, you know, to be able to afford it, you need six or seven guys to get together to get to get a house. Well, that's not practical if you're newlyweds. You're not living with four other couples. No, you, you want to find a place. And, and what we found in San Diego is they're, they're building up. So you get these like three-bedroom, two-bath homes that have some weird apartment that was built up on top of the house. And oftentimes the homeowner moves to the apartment and then Airbnbs the downstairs because that's how they are able to afford to stay and live. That's no quality of life. You know, that, that's ridiculous. I don't want to see that happen to New Jersey. And my thought is that I need your help because if on a personal level, look, if I'm successful getting my kids to consider coming back to New Jersey, that's a good thing for all of us. That, that, that speaks to you staying here. That speaks to your kids coming back here. So the question I have for you, and, and maybe this is a little bit in part with our Small Business Monday tradition that I do every Monday on the show. Um, you know, where's the go-to spot? What town in New Jersey do you think is inviting to young people? I think you have to have the balance. A little bit of uh, uh, restaurants, culture, arts and entertainment, small shops, access to groceries, parking. I mean, and 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 ultimately affordability. And I don't want to have the conversation about taxes because you're if you are paying New Jersey taxes and you're taking advantage of the public school system, et cetera, it, it, you could argue that you're doing better here than you are in other states where you have to pay for uh, private school, et cetera. Now, I realize, and later on today, I'm going to have a guest come on talking about a school in, in Hunterdon County that, again, we're back on this nonsense of sexualizing the kids. So there is a fight in our public schools for sure. But generally speaking, what I'm talking about is quality of life. What are the, what are the towns in New Jersey that you would recommend? I would love to say that my kids will move back and, and, and set up shop in Princeton. But honestly, do they want to be a, uh, you know, a next door visit away? Or is it better for family dynamics to have a little bit of distance? What do you think? 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. 6.45 is the time. Traffic and weather next. Yeah. 6.51 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. Let's jump right back into it. So uh, after the wedding, I'm hoping the kids start thinking about uh, my daughter Elizabeth getting married, Charlie the Butcher. It's coming up in two weeks. I uh, hope they start thinking about coming back to America. They live in London, as you know. And... I thought, wouldn't it be great to have um, have the family move back to New Jersey? The question is, what what town in New Jersey would you recommend if you had family considering the Garden State? I love the Four Seasons, love the food. You're not getting pizza and bagels like this anywhere else. Um, and you got the shore, you got the mountains. I mean, we've got everything. Access to the cities if you want that. Suburbs, country, farms. What else do you need? Where would you move and where would you recommend? Let's start with Katie and Cranberry. Morning, Katie. How are you? I'm Good. Doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. So, what do you think? Well, I'm on my way to work. I work in a small town in Middlesex County, but I do live in Point Pleasant Beach. I had to call in. Point Pleasant Borough where it's at, Bill. Ocean County, really fair prices. Um, if you have to get to the city, which I'll never take my kids to the city again, your two-hour train ride, right? You know, there's a station right in Point Pleasant Beach. Restaurants are awesome, but really, what their focus is as young people having kids. Schools and other young, like-minded families. And I got to be honest, Point 
Point Burrows where it's at. You know, I do every year. Um, I'm on stage with um, my good friend Tommy Hudanish for the Nicholas Hudanish Foundation event. We do a community park in Point Burrow. Yeah. And uh, Robert Sabasic, the mayor, what a good guy. Like, it, it's, it, you know, you've got, you've got good local government. And, yep. right? And I think that's, that yeah. is definitely part of it. So, yeah. I, you know, I look at that and, I, you know, and then Point Beach is right there. And, you know, my friend Paul Kinitra, I mean, there's, there's, yep. a, it's it, local leadership is where it's at. I love that you made that plug because you're right. You, you've got a little bit of suburban, you've got the you beach, do. you kind of have it all. You do. You're far enough where you don't need flood insurance, but you can get on your bike and get to the <laughs> that's, beach. That's right. And I got to tell you, I traveled the world. New Jersey beaches are awesome. They had Maniloking, you know, on a Wednesday night with little kids. You yeah. head up to the boardwalk in Point Beach. You know, you get a waffle cone and you hit some rides. I'm telling you, awesome. I love it. All right, Katie, it's on the list. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Be well. Be well. You stay safe. Take care. Let's go to Don in New Egypt. What's going on, Don? How are you? Great. New Egypt, New Jersey. That's where you have your kids moved. New Egypt, huh? New Egypt. I right? love it. I love the Speedway. Right in the middle of New Jersey. You're an hour from anywhere you want to go. An hour. How long have you been there, Don? No, I've been in Freehold in New Egypt most of my life. Yeah. Hey, what's the uh, what's the bar, the bar restaurant up the road from the um, from the Speedway? What am I thinking of? Um, yeah, that's the, that's the log cabin. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's all wood, right? What's it called? Plumstead Inn. The Plumstead, Plumstead Inn. Plumstead Inn. Yes. So so we've had some great meals at the Plumstead Inn. Great service. Uh, it, it's got that don't small forget, town. Don't forget about Tara's Tavern. Don't forget about Tara's. I haven't been to Tara's Tavern. Tell me about Tara's Tavern. Hold on a minute. Uh, that, that, that's a good little bar. Good where, little bar, right? Where is it? Right where is Egypt. it? Right in Egypt. Hold on. I'm going to the website. To the Google. All right, Tara's American Bar and Grill. Nope, happy hour's back. 50% off all drinks. Love it. How are the burgers? Great. Yeah? Great. What do you get there? I, that's what I get, burgers all the time. So this is on New Egypt Road, technically in North Hanover, right? Right. Cookstown. Right. It's just on the edge, right on the edge. Tara's Tavern. Oh, how have I not been there? Yeah, your guys have been there. The guys the guys who work at night, they, uh, your radio station, they've been there. That's where they go. Well, that's it. maybe I'm not invited. Maybe that's a thing. It's it's their own, it's their own, uh, their own get together after hours. All right, I, go. I, is there a Tara? Yeah, she owns the place. So Tara still owns. I love that. All right, we're gonna reach out. I'd I'd love to. Uh, I'll I'll make a stop there. All right, Don. That's it. Look, a place is as good as the uh, as the food you can get in my book. All right, Don. New Egypt on the list. Have a great rest of your day. Appreciate you. All right, everybody else hang in there. We're talking about what's the what's your go-to town in New Jersey? Uh, where do you think that my kids ought to consider relocating back to? And look, I get it. New Jersey, very expensive for first-time homebuyers. But there are some beautiful gems out there across this state. What town would you recommend if I'm having a serious conversation with my daughter and my uh, son-in-law, Charlie the Butcher? I got to do it with a straight face. So, like, when you say come back to Jersey... I get how expensive it is, but where would you recommend if you were having that conversation? 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. 656 is the time. Eric Scott with the news next. 709 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spady. I want to thank Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app for sponsoring New Jersey Chime Time every morning, every hour on the show. 
So, Eric, talking about uh, kids are getting married. God, it's amazing. Elizabeth's wedding is finally Crazy. here. I mean, we've that... been talking about this forever. Years. And now I... all of a sudden. <laughs> it's here. It's right. less than two weeks away, coming up on uh, the 9th. And, you know, it's. Um, so we're having a serious conversation. And I will say this this is the first time that both Elizabeth and Charlie the Butcher have talked independently to me and Jody about the possibility of moving back to the States. Oh. So we think there's a there's an undercurrent there. And, you know, part of it is health care. I mean, yeah. the, the, you know, if you're going to have a baby, you're going to be way better served in the States than the UK, um, I think. But, but uh, and so do many, many people there. But the question is, and I want to get your opinion on this. You love where you are. We love where we are. Yes, where would you recommend if you're if some was thinking about moving back here, or even you know Alex once he once he's uh, fully licensed working in a law firm, where would you where do you think would be the most affordable best place for a young couple or a young guy like to move back here? Well, I mean that's those are two different things: affordable and best place. Yeah, right. you know because you're not going to find great, that. Quite, you know, I mean, point. I I would see you know somebody like Alex. I could see him living in a place like Hoboken. Yeah, okay. You know, I mean, Single it, guy, yep. I would agree. Yep, living in Hoboken, you know, close to New York City, um, you know, even in an area like New Brunswick. But, you know, I <clears throat> I think for quality of life, you're talking south. Maybe you're talking Hunterdon County. Maybe you're talking rural Morris County. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it's, I, 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 I just don't know that anywhere in the central part of the state is affordable for what it is that you're going to, you know, what you're going to get for the money that you pay. We think of that just with our house. And I bought the house. So we moved from what was right outside of the old Princeton borough. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've, they've merged since. And our house is much bigger, what we bought. But the price difference was very similar in pricing because of where we are. So I'm on the edge of town now. Right. Because for us, we're like, well, okay, the kids are out of school. I don't need to be walkable to the school. I don't need to be walkable to anything. So we're on the edge in that western section of the of the town. Um, but property value has gone through the roof. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I couldn't afford my house now. No, no, and I couldn't <laughs> afford my house now. Right? I mean, it's you know, we've, I've I've been in there you know twenty years. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, I had built a house in the Groveville section of Hamilton. It was a beautiful house. It was in a in a rural setting, um, but when my kids were born and and getting ready to go to school, it was going to be: Am I going to pay to send them to private school, or am I going to find a better school district for them to go to? And right. that's you know we had settled in kind of that Lawrence, Hopewell, Pennington, Princeton area. Yeah, all good because of the schools Absolutely. at that point, and then finally settled on on Lawrence. And I I was fortunate because I bought this house on a relo. The company that had it, the original owners of the house, got relocated to Pittsburgh, and the company bought the house, and they were just looking to dump it. It's funny we had similar. It's, it's so interesting, right? Life life is all timing. The owner died uh, at our house, and it was the kids. That it was on the market for more than a year. Yeah. And, you know, you're paying Princeton taxes. Yep. Yep. Kids are like, get rid of it. And we got it. I mean, I got very lucky. I found it online. Like it was, we weren't even thinking at that moment of moving, but the deal was so good. And our friend Rob Dukansky, he's like, yeah. if I were you, 
I'd do it right now. And uh, and that story I tell him, yeah, is true. He sold my house in, in yeah, literally no, I, like I, I 36 when, hours. I remember when that happened because it, it was you you put it on the market yeah. um, before the weekend. And yeah. then you came back on Monday. You're like, house is sold. Yeah, sold my house. <laughs> I know. Amazing. Uh, I actually, that Friday morning, I think I said, we, oh, we have the listing appointment today. Yeah, came back Monday. And... Uh, it was sold. So, but but again, different market then, and and things were, I want to say, kind of affordable. Yeah, ten years ago. Well, that's the thing too, right? I mean, for you'd love to sell your house for what you could get for it. I'd love to sell my house for what I could get Where for it, but I have to buy something else. Yeah, could, could and work. with the schedules that we keep, you know, and this is the the argument that I go back and forth with with Sandra all the time is that understand that for every ten minutes farther away we move for quote-unquote affordability, is 10 minutes earlier, I have to get up in the morning. That's right. So, you know, I would love to move to parts of rural, to rural Burlington County. Um, you know, there's sections of yeah, Monmouth Burlington's County. Great. You know, there's some, there's some Monmouth, great, yeah. There's some great Gloucester County, has some great communities. But now that's the difference of getting up at 2 a.m., which I do now, and getting up at 1.30 in the morning. Which is totally, that is a different mindset. And that's a different lifestyle. Yeah. You know, that is an entirely different lifestyle. And... You know, it's I'm seven minutes away from work right now. Yeah. So you know, and that makes a difference. God, um, I, I have a real commute. I have 18 minutes. Right. Door to door, 18 minutes back, 16 minutes here in the morning. If I encounter a couple of deer, it might take me 10 minutes. Oh, <laughs> producer <laughs> Kristen hit a deer this morning again. Second one. I think it's the second one this year, or or within the last year. Yeah, hit another one. Yeah, that's they're uh, everywhere. They're everywhere. I, I drove through the park today. Again, I didn't count as many. I think my record is 22 that I've counted. Uh, and they're they're calm. They're not running around. They're all like, hey, who's the guy driving through while we're at the buffet? But they also don't move. They don't go anywhere. They don't care. They don't even notice you. They notice you, and they're like, eh, we're moving on. Yeah. it's The, the, the herd that is in this area, right, you know, the Ewing, Lawrence, yeah. Princeton area, there's a very large herd that's here, and they have... No fear. Of None at all. I would people. love to see a few hunters walking through just to thin it out. I'm so <laughs> sick of them. I can't stand the deer. They're cute. Yeah. No, they're not. I don't know who said that. Somebody thinks they're cute. People call them like, oh, they're so nice. No, not at all. They can be delicious. Yeah. Depending on how you prepare it. But uh, not on the hood of your car. All right. 1-800-283-101.5 is my number. Uh, let's go back to this. I need some tips on where would you recommend the kids move uh, so I've got, so my son, uh, when he comes back, when he gets out of college, coming back to Jersey, is that a possibility? I don't know. He just got a job in La Jolla, uh, which is a beautiful part of San Diego, but we'll see, right? He's still, he's still in college. So we'll see. My daughter, Elizabeth and Charlie, the butcher getting married in uh, about 10 days. What do you, what do you think? Where would you recommend they move in New Jersey? Newlyweds, affordability, what are your recommendations for the Garden State for first-time home buyers? 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. The time is 716. Traffic with the next arrow. Seven twenty-three on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you till ten o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls. One eight hundred two eight three one hundred one point five. So, where would you recommend a newly married couple if they were moving back to New Jersey? What would be the best town? What would be the best county? Where, where would you recommend if it was your family? And I'm thinking specifically my my daughter and Charlie the butcher getting married. 
um, in uh, less than two weeks. And the, thankfully, the wedding is in the States, which is great. It's been uh, delayed through all the COVID nonsense. But, uh, but here we are, finally happening. It's here. And uh, my hope is that they'll seriously consider moving from the U.K. back to the States, and in particular in New Jersey. And I don't expect, if they did that, that we're going to be next-door neighbors. Uh, you know, because I can be a lot, as you can imagine. And I, I get if we want a little distance. But where, what town would be your go-to ideal place in New Jersey? Let's start with Rob on 95. What's going on, Rob? Morning. Hey, good morning, Bill. <clears throat> what do you think? Uh, great topic. Thanks. Um, so, yeah, so I would say my experience, so I've lived in Manasquan. I've lived in Wall Township, obviously Ocean County, Monmouth County in these areas. Um but I, I landed in Brick, and I've been here for a good 10 years. And as far as the people, the culture, the the bang for your buck, uh, Brick Township really, really uh, takes the cake. As far as the people that are there raising a family, I have three kids uh, in, in the school systems. We And my wife and I, we just, we just love it. You know, and you kind of have it all, right? You've got the access to the ocean. You've got plenty of water, but you're... You know, it's it's somewhat suburban as well. I mean, it's it's it is a great town. Um, yeah, Jenner Sillo, one of our news anchors, so uh, lives in Brick. Freehold, you're half an hour yeah. away from Freehold. You're near the inner. You're still 45 minutes away from uh, most ways to get into the city. Uh, and I I work in Trenton, and 45 minutes down 995 is really. Up, oh, we lost Rob. Oh, there you go. How it takes you 45 minutes to get to Trenton from Brick. Yes. How do you go? You just take, you get on 195? What do you do? Yep. Just That's, shoot up nine to 195 and you're there. That's nice. No, it's actually Herbertsville. Oh, we lost Rob. Rob, thank you for calling. All right, so we're going to put uh, Brick Township on there. I think uh, Jenner Silla would agree with that. Our uh, our news, uh, news anchor at New Jersey 101.5 loves Brick. Um, I think Brick is great. I, you know, my friend John Catalano, former mayor of Brick, who uh, uh, served in the assembly and, and will tell you the same thing, that Brick is one of the nicer towns in New Jersey for sure. All right, question for you. What is your go-to town in the Garden State? If you were advising, whether it's your kids or uh, you just knew of a newlywed couple, what town do you think would be the best one to take up roots in the Garden State, 1-800-283-101.5 is my number. 726 is the time. Tra- uh, no, let's do news with Eric Scott next. Seven thirty-seven on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls, 1-800-283-101.5. So talking about where would you recommend someone moving to new jersey if you're moving back from somewhere in my case interesting right my daughter and uh my uh son-in-law to be my son-in-law in just a few short days um you know they're now starting to have this conversation they've been in london for eight years um you're talking about moving back to the united states which uh my wife jody and i are actively encouraging but i'd love for them to move back to jersey now as you know i'm on a mission to fix this state and have been doing three, four, five events a day for the past year and a half to get around and, and uh, get traction for our common sense solutions. The good news is, with 150,000 members and uh, 
uh, fundraising through the roof. We are well on our way, which is great. That said, New Jersey is still very expensive. And the question is, where would you recommend a newlywed couple put roots down in the Garden State? Let's start with Jim in Hanover. What's going on, Jim? How are you? Hey, Bill. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Um, I heard a lot of people, well, a few people, you know, big towns kind of down south Jersey. Yeah. But I'm going in the opposite direction. Ah, uh, I grew me. up in Madison. I grew up in Madison, New Jersey, in Morris County. Yeah. And it's just a great place to grow up. Uh, the school systems are top-notch. I'm a teacher there, too. So um, the school systems are top-notch, ranked in the top five or ten mm-hmm. every year. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful downtown, a lot of restaurants. Um, the sports in town for the kids are excellent. There's three colleges in the town, Charlie really? Dickinson, Junior University, St. Elizabeth. It's just a great place to grow up, good sense of community. Um, you know, it also has great proximity to everything, right? So the, the Short Hills so Mall City. right there, New York City right there. You've got uh, the Madison Hotel, cool place, uh, you know, nice landmark. Um, how are your yeah. taxes? Um, tax. Well, my mom lives here now. And, okay. Um, depending on where you live in town, I mean, the taxes are high in yeah, yeah. County. Which is, yeah. and, you know, um, it's everywhere, right? Yeah, housing is uh, also, you know, um, I always said it's a it's a wonderful place to grow up. It's just, you know, it's it's on the expensive side. Morris County is on the expensive side. Um, you get a lot of bang for your buck, though. So, um, I love it. All yeah. right, Jim. Now, where where are you now? You're in. You live in Hanover. I live in Hanover. Yep. I mean, Hanover's a great town too. I mean, you're right off of Route 10. I I worked. Uh, when I worked for Jim Weicker for many, many years, I mean, my office was right yeah. there. So it's just, it it feels like a backyard, Morris County. I love it. Yeah. Morris County's great. I, I completely agree with you. I think that, uh, you know, you've got some great mayors. You've got a lot of, there, there's there's a focus in Morris County where I think, unlike some places, people truly love their local town. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. So, and yeah. you're a teacher, so you teach in Madison? I teach elementary school at a little school in back of your university. No kidding. And uh, been doing it a long time, and I yeah. love it. Yeah, you must. You must. Do you find a difference with uh, the kids and the parents now? How long have you been doing it? 36 years. Oh, my God. So you've seen it all. Has it changed? Um, kids are kids. Yeah. Um, most parents are extremely supportive, whatever you need. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that from the administrative aspect and the pressures on the teachers that has changed immensely. Yeah. Um, and I know there's a teacher shortage and it does not surprise me that yeah. there's a teacher shortage. No, not at all. I mean, it's, it's a question of affordability. I think there's too much of a perception and sadly we, we had that brought in, um, you know, a couple governors ago where the perception was, ah, teachers are working, you know, two thirds of the year. And they're overpaid. And, of course, uh, just simply not the case. Just not the case. Yeah, I will, I, I will tell you, I work with some really great kids Yeah, that um, are a few years in. And they come to me and they're like, uh, with the pressures and the amount of work. Yeah. And they're like, Jim, I can't do this the rest of my life for what they're paying me. Yeah. I get it. Um, I get it. It is not kept up. And and this is something that we've had conversations with a lot of folks around the state that, you know, the NJEA has not done anything, in my opinion, 
uh, to really stand up for teachers. It seems to be all about them and their politics. And now you're talking about uh, just on yep. the pension side, no cost of living adjustment. We're hearing until like 2040. Come on. <laughs> what, what? What? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. And that's why people leave. Yeah, the increases the teachers see in their yeah. uh, the contracts are up are just minimal. Well, let me guess, Jim. You didn't do it for the money, right? It's a bit of a calling. I didn't do it for the money. I'm yeah. a lucky guy. I love it. I love the kids. Awesome. And um, you're in it. You're in it for the outcome, not the income. But <laughs> no, the outcome doesn't pay the bills. Though, yeah. You know. Well, that and that's that's what we have to work on because I I think that we have a we're upside down in this state. We've got a bunch of rich lawyers. That are, that are just making a mint in Trenton. Meanwhile, our working folks, our cops and our firefighters and our teachers and our EMTs and truck drivers and everybody else are, you know, struggling to make ends meet. And then you got some of these wayward uh, mayors out there that want to balance the books on the, the backs of cops and uh, go so far as to try to shame some of these cops for earning a good living. Uh, it's not right because we, we, watched, we watched this happen under Governor Christie where teachers were shamed. And uh, that, it's just you were the, put on the chopping block. Yes. And it wasn't right. You know, I can't tell you. Well, I can't tell you uh, how many times I was hammered when I when I came over to New Jersey 101.5. I was working on on Fox. We had the shows run concurrently for about six years. And when I got here, the reputation of the station was, oh, well, 101.5 hates teachers because Chris Christie would do Ask the Governor. And they're like, that's the station that hates teachers. And I, how many times I was just hammered by callers and friends and notes. They're like, why do you guys hate teachers? I'm like, don't lump me in with that. You know, this is, we got to change that perception. And it was, it was an unfair perception. And sadly, Jim, it's carried over for, for a decade now. The teachers are still getting the short end of the stick. Uh, that's going to change. I can promise you that, Jim. Uh, you know, I am a a very different kind of person when it comes to leading with thought and practical solutions. And t- teachers deserve a break like every other uh, working class person out there. And we have to recognize the sacrifice and the input. And I loved what you said. You do it for the output or you do it for the uh, the outcome, not the income. Man, I love that. I may borrow that. I'll credit you for it. Well, I have I have. I have two older daughters and one's in the law field and one's in the nursing field. And what they're making, it'll take a teacher 30 years to make. Yep. That's it. We're going to change that. I'm with you. You know, when they, when they changed the format and they restructured the pension plan and the retirement benefits in Wisconsin back in 2010, they're going back 13 years, 14 years teacher salaries actually went up. So people don't realize that, that we need to make a change so that these these greedy politicians and their, the, the shills in these lobbying groups, et cetera, that are all getting rich, we need to shift it so that the money starts to flow for our teachers. I and mean, we ought to be on an all-out recruiting effort to bring teachers to New Jersey. Anyway, that's a longer story. It was nice talking to you, Jim. Appreciate you. All right, man. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Take care. All right, John, everybody else, I'll be right back. What town... You're going to recommend that, uh, look, I'll start with my kids. Yes, it's personal. I want to see Elizabeth and Charlie the Butcher relocate to New Jersey. So what town would you recommend that they start looking as far as uh, digging in and growing some roots in the Garden State? What's your go-to town? John, I'll get to you first. On the other side, traffic and weather next. Seven fifty one on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Good morning, I am Bill Spadio. We did at ten o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls one 1015 So, uh, 
you know, like you, I take pride in the Garden State. I'm digging in. We've got a lot of great things ahead. You're going to hear a lot of charlatans over the next few months telling you about how um, they're going to fix the Garden State and, you know, how how they've got a plan. I want you to pay attention to the detail and pay attention to what's being said because what New Jersey does not need is another round of self-serving politicians who have made their money because of their political connections. We have way too much of that. And like you heard Jim earlier talk about being a teacher, right? Like you've got politicians. I remember Governor Christie, who I supported when he ran uh, in both elections. And then he and I were at odds because I think what he pulled with the statehouse renovation and the gas tax, it was just uh, absurd. And then, and then the whole thing trying to override the ethics rules to write a book. I mean, the whole thing was just a mess. But, but, but the real problem with Chris Christie, the real problem was that teachers got vilified. And the challenge with that is we're seeing the same thing. We've got, we've got um, a situation happening in a New Jersey town where a new mayor is trying to uh, flex and is doing it at the expense of police officers. And, you know, what I've said all along from day one is we do not balance the budget on the backs of our cops. And that's number one. Number two, we need to start recognizing that we have a nursing shortage. We have a teacher shortage. We have a cop recruiting shortage. Guys, all of the basic structures that we pay taxes for to make sure we have safe streets and good schools are being eroded by selfish politicians who think that all you care about is a battle over Trump and Biden. Well, that's ridiculous. They insult New Jerseyans. They insult us by thinking that they matter more than our lives, our communities, our neighborhoods. So just be wary. There are a lot of charlatans out there that are going to be asking for your money and your vote. Stay tuned. Good things are ahead. And I'm going to ask you to just kind of block the noise out for the next couple of months as we focus on actually restoring some dignity to some of these professions in New Jersey and painting the real picture of the heroes out there. And they come in all shapes and sizes, all forms. And I'm talking about teachers and EMTs and firefighters and cops and truck drivers and retail clerks and everybody in between. But we've got to do a better job of that. Because when I start talking about your best town, where I'd like for Elizabeth and, and Charlie the Butcher to move back to Jersey, well, part of that is schools. And you don't have good schools without great teachers. Part of that is safe streets. And you don't have safe streets without great cops. Part of that is making sure people are secure in their homes. What do you need? Well, you need safe streets. You need firefighters. You need EMTs, medical care, delivery services, great shopping, access to food, natural food, hopefully, good farms, all of it. And then eventually we'll address taxes. You need proximity to get in and out of wherever your workplace is, whether it's good public transportation, reliable, affordable, all those things. And we're not doing a good job because it seems that both parties keep nominating and pushing people who have their own agenda. Well, their agenda needs to be our agenda. The agenda for normal, average New Jerseyans who want a better life 
for them and their kids. And the more times I listen to some of these clown politicians, whether it's a new mayor on a jihad against the cops, whether it's a, a candidate for governor that thinks all you care about are national politics and ignore uh, decades-long legislative history of failure, having accomplished nothing on behalf of the people of the state. Like, you think about that. How many times are we going to put up with these, these uh, uh, yeah, charlatan, that's probably the best, the best word for it, snake oil salesmen. You know, guys that just want to sell you a bill of goods because they want the next step in their own career. Meanwhile, I'm digging in. And I want to see my kids move here. But I know we got a lot of work to do. So where's your go-to place? Where would you recommend that my kids move back to? John in Flemington. Good morning. How are you? Uh, good morning. Uh, I would suggest Flemington. Tell uh, me, what do you love about Flemington? Well, within a five-mile radius of, of my house, I have Home Depot. I have Lowe's. I have Costco. Uh, all the... Uh, Automotive places you can think of. I live on Route 12. I'm 10 miles away from French Town. I go tubing down to Delaware. I'm 15 <laughs> miles it. away from Spruce. I'm 15 miles away from Spruce Run Round Valley. Uh, you can get to uh, Philadelphia in an hour and 15 minutes. John, how's the how's the value for the money that people are spending on housing? Get a lot for your money. I. I've lived here since 1970, and I made some good decisions. Yeah. I, uh, All right, John, that, I'm, I'm glad you said that. You've been there since 1970. Let me ask you. Eric Scott and I were talking this morning that, honestly, with the way property value has gone up in this state, I would not be affording, I would not be able to afford my house today if it were listed on the market based on what's happened with the property value. How about you? Could you buy your house today if you were looking to, to buy a first-time home? Uh, probably not. Yeah. I mean, I purchased my house, uh, for 74,000 and <laughs> then eight, 18 acres in the back for 52,000. And that was when the interest rates were 19. Yeah, sure. Oh my God. Yeah. Who knows what it's worth today? Gotta be five, six, seven times that easy. Oh yeah. Easy. Oh, yeah. Well, my back. 18 acres is farm lot. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Uh, I love it. Hey, John, listen, I've got to jump. I'm, I'm running late for news, but thanks for calling in. I appreciate your perspective. We'll put Flemington on the list for sure. All right, everybody else hang in there. Where's your go-to town in New Jersey? Where would you have, where would you have the kids move back to? Flemington's on the list. I love it. 758, Eric Scott with your news next. 810 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey. Taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. So, Eric, we uh, were talking about burgers last week. Mm. And I got a note um, on Facebook that uh, there was one place that was fantastic for burgers, but also... Um, Wings, and I got thinking about wings. Is there? Do you have a go-to place for wings? You get. I was thinking about your butcher box that you get, and you're getting wings every month in your box, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my go-to place for wings is my kitchen. There's. I've tried to teach other restaurants how to make a true buffalo wing, and they always kind of come up lacking. Um, 
but it's uh, I mean I there, there's I like wings different ways. So sometimes I'll do them on the grill. Sometimes I'll do them in the air fryer. Sometimes I'll do them yeah. the traditional way, deep fried in peanut oil with you know celery and carrots. Um, mm. But the the trick is in the in the sauce. The trick is in the sauce. I was thinking that I I, I wonder how they would be fried in beef tallow. It would probably be delicious. You think? I can't. I think so too. Why? I've been they doing be. fries. I've been doing potatoes in mm -hmm. beef tallow. Yeah, like the little baby potatoes and cutting yep. them in half and throw, and oh my god, fantastic! I was thinking about wings in the beef tallow, but then I was thinking, where is your go-to wing place out here? Like, I don't know. Does Amalfi's have wings? They do, and they're actually pretty good. I don't That's think I've ever had them. They have. Um, they have been very receptive to my tutelage when it comes to making their wings. <laughs> I love it. I love um, it. But it, it and it's and it also depends on the type of wing you're getting too. So you know there was the poultry farm that I worked at when I was a kid raised chickens for wings. Um, if you got ten wings, that was a meal, and you could probably split it between two people. They were that big. I mean the the flap and the drum sections were so big that you know it and it and you had to you have to cook them for a good long time because they have to be crispy on the outside. I um. So I have a, a wing story that's like a little bit PTSD. I have a wing PTSD from an incident that happened. We went with, a, with another family, went skiing in the Poconos. And on the way back, and I wish I could remember the place we stopped. But it was known for the wings. Like it was mm -hmm. known. It was like one of these, I don't know, somewhere in uh, Warren or Hunterdon County. It was like this rustic, um, uh, God, it looked like, like one of those old colonial homes. Okay. stone and and you yep. know big wooden tables anyway so i order wings and and we get the first order and it started at the at the kids end of the table and i see the kids are all kind of looking at the wings every once when they're grabbing one i'm like all right i'm going to order some more so we have two orders of wings now these kids look i'm 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 still i'm having a, i'm having a moment <laughs> grab the wings took one bite Put it on the plate. Oh no! Think about that for a minute. That is a like you got to right. We should teach how to eat a chicken wing properly in school. It, it is. It oh. is a skill. I mean, and and that what is what a waste. I um, I'm still mad about it. I don't blame you. Like the the universe. I'm short a few wings. I didn't get one. I did not even get one because they each took one. They bite. Eat, yeah, they took one bite uh, out of it and put it back. A bite. Yeah. And, because, like, oh, it's gross. I can't eat around the cartilage and everything. No, no, you no. Eat it, you There's eat it meat that, yeah, all over that, it. That bone, when it's... That when, bone should be a toothpick when yes, you're done. When you're done with... Oh. If you're eating them properly, and, there, and there's an art to separating the two bones in the wing section. Yes. And it's just... Yeah, you can it, pop it's, the meat yeah. through. Oh, and it's, it's just... it's Yeah. That, right? That, oh, that would make me yeah. crazy. I, I, was, I watched it. And Jody is is kind of kneeing me under the table. Like, don't <laughs> say anything. Don't say. I was I was ready to make them go back in. I'm like, you're all going to finish these damn wings. Oh no! And I, I just brought some for? of his friends over to the tiki yeah. bar during the summer when oh. I was making wings because um, I do a uh, like an Asian fusion sauce that Alex really likes on the on the wings. So he brings his buddies over and they're eating the wings at the bar. And they it wasn't quite that bad, yeah. but they hadn't cleaned that. And I turned and I looked at Alex, and Alex kind of looked at me, and he was like, "Yeah, I know, Dad, you're going <laughs> to say it. something." And, it, and and I did. I was like, "Hey, you guys, no more wings for no. you guys till you clean what's on your plate." That's it. I, we have an age limit for wings in my house now. You got to be a certain age, or, yeah. or you're not you're not getting wings. That's it. 
That's it. 18 or older. You can, you can smoke at 18. You can have wings at 18. <laughs> We're not wasting wings on some kid that doesn't know how to eat them. All right. Where's your go-to place for wings in the Garden State? Uh, one of the places that, uh, that I love, it's called uh, Piccalilli Inn, which is in Shemung Township, of all places. Many of you have no idea what I'm talking about. Shemung is a woodsy town in Burlington County. Piccalilli Inn is right on Route 206. It's our back way when I'm headed to the shore from Mercer County. Uh, great, great wings at Piccalilli. Where's your go-to for wings? It is Small Business Monday. I want to give our local restaurants a uh, a shout out and just so you know it all started with huddies huddies in and colt's neck when we posted that they have great burgers got an email from nick and colt's neck and he's like yeah, yeah huddies burgers are great but their wings are the best so i will be headed over to uh, huddies at some point to grab some wings where's your go-to place in the garden state for wings it is small business monday 1-800-283-101.5-815 fast traffic instant weather next row Eight twenty-two on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you till ten o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls one 1015 All right, your go-to place. We're building a list. Seriously, what are the best uh, best wings in New Jersey? We, um, you know, we've had this conversation, and uh, Huddy's is uh, in Colts Neck so far, leading the pack. And I, I also mentioned uh, Piccadilly Inn. In Shemung, where's your go-to? We'll start with Ryan in Middletown. What's going on, Ryan? Hey, Bill. Good morning. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Just you know, working on the roads this morning. I hear you. All right, you and Sean have a favorite wing place. We do, and it's Benny's Pizza in Spring Lake Heights. Uh, They're just a, a block away from me, which is great. But they use a small wing. And I like a small wing because they get super crunchy. You can suck everything off the bone. And this might throw people for a loop. The sauce I choose to, I get it on the side, but I use their marinara. And it's almost like having a chicken cacciatore wing. Really? I love, I, let me tell you something, Ryan. I love chicken cacciatore. And I, I, knew, I knew you would like I, this. I, Ryan, I love, but, but I think most places they don't, I, Listen, chicken cacciatore has to be made a certain way. So the way my wife Jody makes bone. it has to be on the bone. Number one, you gotta have the bone. But of I like it where where she'll make it, and the the skin skin on bone in yep. the skin yep. sits above the sauce. So I not only get the the cacciatore sauce with the peppers and the tomatoes and everything else that's in there, but I get a layer of crispy skin. Crispy skin. Oh. Come on. I'm with you. Right? I'm with you. I dunked those wings right in this guy's marinara, which is a great marinara. And you you just, it make, like you and Eric were talking about, it makes you suck that bone dry of every sliver of meat that's on there. Yes. And and the fact yep. that, that, that kids are not taught how to how to properly eat a chicken bone, like, like give them nuggets. Don't give them, don't waste yeah. the bone in meat. Well, it, Right? It's, My it's God. It's the same thing with ribs. It's the same thing Thank with you. ribs. Thank oh. you. Oh. How to eat a rib. Ryan, uh, I, I, I <laughs> actually, it's funny you say that. I'm very particular about who gets ribs at my house. If I'm going to cook the ribs, you better know how to eat the And I watch. You know how to eat them. I watch. I check your plate. Let me tell you something. <laughs> you take that one bite out of the rib, no more ribs for you. 
That's nope. you get a one and nope. done shot. One year. Good lord. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, good to talk to you, Ryan. Have a great rest of your day. All right. Seriously, you got to know how to eat the the food the right way. Otherwise, go to McDonald's. I don't know. You know the the idea of taking a bone in meat and then not understanding about how sweet the meat is by the bone. The ribs, like I try to make them so that the meat will fall off the bone, so I make it easy for my guests. But you know, I see you take a bite out of the middle and then you leave that bone. That that's it. All right. Sorry to get distracted on that. Best wings in New Jersey. We're making a list. It is Small Business Monday. Lisa John, I'll be right back. 825. My number is 1-800-283-101.5. Where's your go-to place for chicken wings in the Garden State? 826. Day 38 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. So we're building a list. Best wings in New Jersey. I was telling you my horror story. I had some friends and we we uh, went skiing. And on the way back, we all stopped with the kids for wings years ago. And these kids took one bite, one bite out of the chicken wings and dropped them back on the plate. I just... Eric, I'm not over it. Like I'm, I'm not over it. It was, it it was is years a trauma ago. that I, I right? understand. I mean, yeah. it is it is not uncommon growing up where I grew up outside of Buffalo. Yeah, to have um, infants not using a pacifier, sucking on a sucking chicken on wing. a chicken wing bone. <laughs> I love that. It's fantastic. Uh, the buffalo wing, and I like them always. <clears throat> Jody makes an Asian pepper wing that is mm-hmm. just over the top. I mean. I like them literally any way you want to do it. I, I think the chicken wing is one of the perfect uh, foods, whether it's a snack, an appetizer, a, a, a meal. And I like them cold, too. Oh, well, you know, I have a I have a leftover problem, as yeah. you know. I, I stand by the fridge and, yeah. yeah. Why, why waste time heating up? I, I don't know. I, the microwave is not my friend. And I don't no. love to reheat food in the microwave. I will if I need to, like a soup or something like that. But if I have an option and I've got if I've got cold wings in the fridge, done. I'll eat them with the door open, sitting there with, I mean, you know. I came flying out of the house the other day. Sandra was working from home. And I needed to, to pick something up in my office. And then I had to get on the road, like, immediately. I had five minutes, maybe, in the house. And I was starving. So I opened up the refrigerator. And we had done takeout a couple nights before. And there was some leftover pasta fazool soup. And which I love, I love too. Right? Love it. So I literally flipped the top off of it. I didn't even eat it with a spoon. I stood there in the kitchen, <laughs> pouring I it love, into my mouth. I love that. And of course, she comes. You did. To, she comes downstairs she and she's just looking. She, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm hungry. I got to get on the road. Yeah, I got to eat. And it was delicious. And it was delicious. Yeah, I worked with a guy. This is going too far. Um, he, uh, one of my, uh, senior producers at chasing when we were on Fox TV, uh, let's just call him Jason. <laughs> uh, he would eat the canned chef Boyardee out of the can cold. That was too far. 
I'm, I have. I don't recall ever being hungry enough to do that. I, I have I you am done that? Ashamed to say that I have done. You've that. done that. That's a I've thing. That. I, oh God! I used to shame him for it. And I'm like, what are you doing? I, I mean, I don't eat that stuff anymore no, because no, it's, it's all processed, processed chemical yeah, stuff. Exactly. I mean, it's delicious, but I mean, it's all processed. Yeah, of course stuff. it is. But yeah, I I would absolutely. I would come home. I would just. And when oh. they had the pop tops, you know, where you just pop the top. <laughs> I would literally <laughs> pop the top off. Plastic fork. Really? And it, yeah. There's yeah. so much wrong with that. Um, I had, but I had a buddy of mine who who was who, who was a marine. He used to eat spam cold out of the can. So the MRI, the, the MREs that you get, the meal ready to eat that yeah. they issue in the, in yeah. the service are, are gross. So I, I get that. I used to eat the corned beef hash cold, yep. squeezing it out of the bag. <laughs> I, like so, I kind of I I do get that. But then you have to ask yourself once you're out of the service. Why you don't have that? to do that yeah, anymore. Yeah, you don't have to do that anymore. Right? It's no, why I, I don't it's why I don't camp. Right. I don't have to sleep outside. So you, you know what I I choose to not sleep outside. We it's pay okay a lot of money now. to be able to sleep inside. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Best wings in the Garden State. Let's go to my friend John Ellery in Middlesex, owner of Ellery's. What's going on, John? Good morning. Good morning, Bill. How are you? Good. How you been? It's been a while. Ah, you know, plugging along, trying to survive in this wonderful economy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we're we're kicking it off every Wednesday with half price wings, all the wings you can eat. John, I right can't here. believe I haven't had your wings. I mean, I've been to the place. We're gonna we're we're working on an event. I can't wait to come back, and um, I'm hoping that uh, we get Kelsey Grammer to come back. I know you guys are friends, and his uh, his uh, his American beer, just awesome, awesome stuff. Um, how's business been? Business has been struggling, Bill. Ever since, uh, believe it or not, um, Thanksgiving, it's it's been it's been quiet. We had a couple good weeks um, rolling into the holidays for the holiday parties and everything, but it's uh, it's it's been struggling. We're trying everything possible to uh, bring people back, get them to spend money, trying to make uh, food costs reasonable for people, and uh, you know, keeping them out of their houses in the in the seats at the bar. Yeah, it's, it's challenging. It's challenging times. This wonderful governor and his uh, uh yeah, I know, I know, he's killing us. Well, between the licensing and the cost of everything, and and you know, John, the the problem with the governor is he's not he, he doesn't he never he doesn't understand working people. You know, this is a guy that his money makes money, and and that's a different mindset. And he's not from Jersey, so he just doesn't. This doesn't get it the way we do. By the way, I'm on your website right now. The pictures of your wings. I'm starving now. Oh, well, you, got, you know, you start out with a little Ellery House buffalo wing, and then you go right to the buffalo garlic. How's that? I'll bet that's delicious. And then, well, you got to take that with a little taste of the Faith American Blue Haze, and then you work your way to the buffalo, uh, to a uh, nice... How's the sweet tie? I'd like to try the sweet tie wings. Sweet, sweet tie is my favorite, along with the uh, the dry rub. And for those parents that have, you know, if you're looking at, if you if you don't want to eat around the bone, you also have boneless wings. I don't know why people would we do that, but you have wings, which actually actually are a pretty hot hot seller because you know you 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 have those and you they're nice and moist and you don't have to worry about the bone and you chop them up for your kids and then they're <laughs> they're all good. Rather than a deep fried uh, chicken finger, you have a nice moist. Way better for you. Way better. I love it. All right. Well, much healthier. I will. Uh, I am looking forward to uh, to being back there. And it's uh, you're you're on uh, you're on Lincoln Boulevard in Middlesex, New Jersey, Middlesex Borough. Uh, fantastic yes. place. Uh, when does your outdoor stuff start? When do you start with? Uh, uh, 
believe it or not, we were. I had we had Kelsey Grammer there last Friday night. And we were sitting outside last Friday night having uh, a couple of uh, blue hazes ourselves. Yeah, well, it was perfect. The weather the weather was was uh, was really good. It got really mild last week. So, John, I know uh, I know you're in touch with Sharon. We're going to hopefully have this uh, meet and greet very soon. I want to I want to do a couple things over the uh, as the weather gets nicer and do something outside. We were thinking about uh, a little mix of comedy, music, and uh, Faith American beer. That's what we're working on right now. Hopefully, we'll get it all together. Have a great uh, weather night, and uh, we'll have a great show outside. I love it. All right, John, we're going to put Ellery's on the list. Thanks, man. Have a great rest of your day. What's that? We were just voted number one wings in New Jersey by uh, K-Rock, I believe. Ah, I love it. I love it. All right. I'll, if you have a link to that, can you send that to uh, Producer Kristen? Because I'd love, to, I'd love oh. to include that in the post. It, it, keeps, it, with, it keeps us going with our uh, Central Jersey best burger. There you go. You, hey, you've already, listen, you're one of the few places that is going to make the list two weeks in a row. Very impressed. Oh, there, there we go. Thank you, Bill. All right, man. You take care. You. Yeah, you too. That is uh, John Ellery owns Ellery's in Middlesex Borough. Uh, he's not kidding. It, it really, it's a, first of all, it's a, it's a super fun place. You got parking right in the back and, and it is, he's got an outdoor section. It's a great bar. The wait staff is fantastic. The service is good. The beer selection's awesome. They do, uh, they do a happy hour with uh, soft pretzel bites and flatbread pizza. And of course the bone, uh, the bone in wings are half price all day Wednesday. So go to uh, Ellery's 701 Lincoln Boulevard in Middlesex. It's Ellery's, E-L-L-E-R-Y-S, grill.com. Um, all right, best wings in the Garden State. Lisa, John, I'll get to you guys first after Traffic and Weather. Tarot. 853 on New Jersey 101.5. I am Bill Spadia. Hey, I want to thank Parks Casino and Sportsbook for sponsoring New Jersey Chime Time every morning on the show. Talking about the best wings in Jersey. I mentioned a few. Piccalilli's in Shemung. Ellery's in Middlesex. A lot of good ones out there. Shemung is in Burlington County. Middlesex, of course, in Middlesex uh, County. Um, but, you know, I, it's like a simple food, right? But I did mean what I said earlier. I've got a little PTSD from a, a family outing with friends um, having their kids just take one bite out of the wing and then throw it on the dish. Oh, come on. Oh, I'm still, I can still see it. Let's go to John in Mansfield. What's going on, John? Morning. Hi, good morning. How morning. I'm doing great. Where's your uh, go-to Anthony's, wing place? Anthony's in uh, Clifton. Anthony's. Uh, right. It's Anthony's Pizzeria. They're from uh, Fort Lauderdale. No kidding. So uh, what? what's special really, about the wings? Well, I don't know. They come out with a big bowl, and they're mixed with uh, onions and all. It's really tasty. Very That's good. That's great. Now, is that for you? Is that like a specialty, like a Friday night pizza night? You grab wings, or is it more right, regular? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, Friday night wings and beer, yeah. and then maybe some some of their excellent pizza. Uh, I, I just want to say though that I think what's key is for at home that you have the right chicken. Uh, you know, and the best chicken in the whole state is from Manella's in Patterson. It's crispy white. It's chicken. It is really good. Wait, hold on. Manella's in Patterson. Right. It's a it's a Manella's uh, poultry market. Oh, so it's not a restaurant. They sell it. No, they I got sell it. chicken. You go in there, you buy them by the bag, you know, five-pound <laughs> bags. And Home of the it's, super it's, chicken. I'm on the website right now. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's whiter than white. Whiter than white. It's so beautiful chicken. Can I, do I have to pick it up there? Do they ship? 
Yeah, no, they, they, no, they, no, no, no. You just go in. It's in the. Um, it's in the food area in town there by the markets. All right. I'm looking at it right now. They're open 8 to 4 on Monday to Saturday. And they Beautiful. Do. All Beautiful right. Stuff. I love it. Thank you for the tip. Manila's Marketplace in Patterson. Love it. All right. Everybody else hang in there. Kevin, I'll get to you first on the other side. We're talking about the best uh, wings in the Garden State. It is hashtag small business Monday. Not even sure if that's a hashtag. It's kind of long. But it is small business Monday. Your plugs coming up for the best wings in the Garden State. 1-800-283-101.5-855. Eric Scott with your news next. Nine oh eight on New Jersey one oh one point five. Good morning. Happy I realize it's Tuesday, by the way. You know, it's funny, Eric. I've been saying small business Monday, but I forgot it was Tuesday. I say I realized. I didn't realize until just now. <laughs> Today's Tuesday. So the it week's is. almost over. We're at the weekend. Well, that's a very optimistic view. <laughs> Look, I try to stay positive. Hey, did they clean up the flood in the kitchen yet? Yeah, one of the uh, salespeople was mopping the floor. No kidding. I yeah. love that teamwork. That's I fantastic. thought that was impressive. Do we even have a mop here? Did someone bring <clears> it in? Uh, like, I, is there a utility closet with stuff like that? I don't even know where that There is be. a utility closet. Is and it back I, in the newsroom? No. Have I never seen the no, utility closet? No, it's off the kitchen. Really? Yeah. I don't think I've ever opened it. Well, I don't know no that kidding. there's ever really been a need to. A fair point. Until this morning, I walked into a flood. <laughs> At that point, there should have been something. You probably didn't realize we have a shower in here. I have. I do realize that it is. It is so gross. I actually, every once in a while, I ask myself: Has anyone actually ever used that shower? Uh, I'm aware of a couple of individuals who have actually used that shower. Like I you would need a them. shower after the shower. You would need a shower after the shower, right? I mean, I would wear. I, I would wear shoes into that shower. Well, this building was some type of industrial. Uh, manufacturing thing before we moved into it. So that was part of, I think, the decon chamber for the workers. Got it. All right. So you get contaminated with all kinds of chemical crap. Okay. All right. Get them in. <laughs> get them in the shower. Get the hoses on. God, I wonder how many places have a shower at work. I have to believe that some of these corporations, it's like they're nice. Oh, when, uh, right? when I worked for CBS in New York, they had a full on, like, en suite. Really? Or, you know, they had showers and, you know, nap rooms and... Nap rooms. Yeah. That's what we need. The nap we need room. Nap. Why don't we not have a nap room? Right. I don't even remember. Years ago, remember J.B. Smoove, uh, the comic who yeah. does uh, um, Larry David? And anyway, he came on the show and he flew in from L.A. He was doing the Stress Factory and he, he I'll never forget it. He came in, he got in early. And he's wearing a three-piece suit. And he's got all kinds of gold on him. And he's, he's like, I'm going to take a nap. And I'm like, well, JP, I don't, I mean, okay. He went to the, at the time before we, I don't know what we have out there now, vending machines or whatever's yeah, out there. Yeah. There was a small couch out oh, there. Oh, I remember that. I he, remember, remember that? coming down the hall and seeing him sleeping on yes, the couch. Yes, and people are like, who the hell yes. is sleeping on yes. the couch in I the middle of the I remember this now. Yes, I totally remember this now. People were concerned. Yeah. And then he woke up. I mean, just I went out to get him. I'm like, JB, it's time. He said, like, boom, popped up. Like, you would have never yep. known the guy was sleeping. Yep. That guy was composed and funny as hell. That's funny. I When when we were on uh, a few years ago, when we did the listener cruise to Bermuda, uh, we had come back. We had been in the sun all day, and I was hosting an event um, for all of our listeners on the, on the ship. And I was starving. So we sat down in one of the restaurants, and the restaurant kind of had a booth. And we ate a little something, and I fell sound asleep <laughs> in the booth. 
And same thing happened. One of the couples that we were traveling with, they were like, hey, don't you have to be downstairs in like five minutes? And he's like, I don't know what happened. You One minute, you're all weekend at Bernie's, and the next thing, you're down there on stage. You know? I love it. Well, had you just been up all night? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, it, and it was just sun. It was, it was. But you can also sleep anywhere. Like, I can do that. Yeah, I can. I could fall yep. asleep anywhere. Yep. I, it, Back of a truck, I'm out. It Wake drives up. Sandra crazy because yeah. if you know sometimes if we're out at an event, and I imagine you probably do this too. You sleep in the car. You're tired. Oh my you're god! Your next event, you just you know, I drop my head against the the window yes. and boom, you're and, out. And I'll feel refreshed. Yeah, like I'm fine. You do yeah. 10, 15 minutes 15 like that, minutes. And, yeah, and I'm that's, done. That's disco now. I I, <laughs> I sleep on planes. I'm a great traveler because of that. Yeah, and and as such, I can save money on flights. Hence Air India, because. I don't care. I'll sit in the middle seat in the 32nd row, and I'm not going to notice it because I am out cold by the time that literally you hear the plane door shut, and I'm out. And it's just, I, I you know, there's a I picture. can do that. Can you? Yeah. My, I can a, do that, yeah. I, I often don't because Sandra's a little bit of a nervous flyer. Yeah. So, you know, it's, I, I ha, I've got to be attentive for that, and it, in, and it just, I don't know, it, it it's there's a, an excitement usually when you're going to a place. I yeah. you know I can if I have to, uh, but when I used to fly, when I f- flew for work, I would take the red eyes yes. to the west coast all the time and go to work. Uh, and, right, and I I, yep. I as soon as the plane door closed, I was out. Yeah, and and I would go that I would then go to work the next day, like from the airport. I can't tell you how many times I'd fallen asleep on New Jersey Transit and woke up in Trenton. Well, that's, yeah, That typically that has happened to me only after a long night where perhaps there were a few cocktails mm. and it's the, uh, the, and all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, that's not my stop. <laughs> too late, too late. It was great going into Manhattan because they stopped at Penn Station, it which stops. is where I wanted to it's be. It's fine, exactly. Right? <laughs> not the other way. No. All right, we're talking about the best wings in New Jersey. Um, we got started on this because we were talking about uh, burgers last week. And uh, as John Ellery from Ellery's in Middlesex reminded me, his burgers made our best in Jersey list uh, because they are absolutely outstanding. Um, but we, we started talking about this last week. Um, there is a place in Colts Neck called Huddy's, H-U-D-D-Y apostrophe as Huddy's in Colts Neck. Has great burgers, but then we got a note from Nick in Colts Neck. He's like, look, Huddy's burgers are good, but the wings are over the top. So that got us started on, where are the best wings in New Jersey? And I know it's Tuesday, but it's also Small Business Monday because it's my first day back. Let's go to Mary Jane in Garfield. Hey, Mary Jane. Morning. Morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready for... uh, Another great week. Got a few events today. And now, of course, all I'm thinking about is where I'm getting my next wings. Blue 42, Elmwood Park, New Jersey. Opening up a second location in Lincoln Park. No kidding. All right. What's going to... Blue... What are, is it a bar? It's a bar. It's a sports bar. Voted They were also voted one of the top 10 sports bars in New Jersey. No kidding. Blue yeah. 42, restaurant and bar. I'm looking at it now. All right, so they have a whole tab just for their wing sauces. Oh, wow. Correct. And it, they have the best wings, too. Is it me, or are there more than 100 here? There's over 100 wing sauces. Wow, look at this. Uh, you know what? This is, this is a great tip. I love it. How- they're nice and big. Yeah. They're vendors. 
the how's the how's the parking? You got to park in the street. You got to find a spot. There is a parking lot across the street you could use. Oh, that's great. So I'm looking at it. You know what? It looks like they could have made our burger list too. I'm just looking at the burger. Yeah. Wow. Everything's outrageous. Am I looking at this right? Is this a donut burger? A donut bacon cheeseburger? Yes, it is. Probably. Have you had that? Probably. Are you kidding me? No. Look at this thing. No, mostly the wings. I'm going to have to tweet that out. All right. I love it. Blue 42 in Elmwood Park on the list. Thanks, Mary Jane. Have a great rest of your day. Take care. Kevin, Jerry, I'll be right back. 9.15, fast driving instant weather next. 9.22 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. Let's wrap this conversation up about chicken wings. Uh, look, I love wings, right? I, I, love, I, I love them any style. I, I love them fried. I love them baked. I like them in a boat, in a car, in an RV, in a bar. I love chicken wings, but you got to eat them right. So if you're going to take anybody to these great wing places around New Jersey, make sure they know how to eat the bone-in wing the right way. What's your go-to place? Let's start with Jerry in Cherry Hill. What's going on, Jerry? Hey, Bill. How are you? You probably know about this place in Cinnamonston, the Jug Handle Inn on 73. You know, it's funny you say that. I didn't know about it. And Kathy, who runs our board in the morning, Honest to God, has not stopped talking about this place for like an hour and a half. I She's showing me pictures. I, I got video of wings. I, the jug handle, I feel like I have spent a career at the jug handle in Cinnamonson. Now, am I right about this? It looks like they the, the wings, they keep the wing tip on. Yeah, they, so they're not your little quintessential wings you buy at like, you know, Buffalo or Wild Wings. These are the actual large wings. They keep the whole shape of the that. wing of the chicken. Love There's that. wild chicken just walking around right in the parking lot. That place is my go-to in South Jersey. So, like, you're talking about, like, somebody's going out there chasing the chicken, grabbing it, and boom, it's it's in the fryer. I don't know what they're doing with the chickens, but they got chickens just <laughs> running around in the parking lot. <laughs> I, I love that. That makes it more appetizing. It's like, look, these chickens had names 10 minutes before they were on your plate. What's the mud sauce? Do you know? Can you help me with that? I don't know what the mud sauce is. Yeah. I just go there and get wings, you know, with blue cheese, but I never heard of the mud sauce there. That I have to look at. And they're all different colors. Like, you've got the really dark brown wings. You've got the very light wings. Like, there's a reddish color. So, it must be all the different sauces. Yeah, you can get different. My favorite is the, I like the, like the normal ones, you know, the hot ones, but I do like their garlic parmesan. It's really good. Garlic parmesan. I love it. Now, the chickens, are they like, we don't know. Are they escapees? We, we just have, we have no idea. Right? No, we don't know where they came from. They Sometimes look... they just hang out in the tree also. I'm good with that. All right, man. Thank you, Jerry. It's on the list. Have a great rest of your day. Let's go to Kevin in South Brunswick. What's going on, Kevin? Morning. Good morning. Good morning. What do you think? You okay. Yeah, you sound great. I, you, I was I was going to really hang up because I wouldn't yeah. call on a small business Monday because this place is kind of big and I don't want to give them a plug. But Carmine's in Atlantic City, they got wings that you can't, they can't be duplicated. No kidding. I take Why? 18, 20 guys there every February. Yeah? Who's paying? And we paying? go there for a party. Are you paying, Kevin? Yeah, I always pay. That's, it's a All little right, high what's, over the, what's the date? When When are you going? When's the next one? Well, well we go in February. We might go today, the couple days after the, the weekend after the Super Bowl. All right. Hey, look, I may add I one more. Give, add one more. Sure. I, I may know, stop by. I don't know if you're throwing money around buying wings. But I'll, t- I'll tell you. 
tell you the truth, if you want the wings, I'm good friends with Matt from 618. Ah, uh, Matt's a great guy. He's a oh, great yeah. guy. I had dinner with him the other night, but I hope he's not listening. Why? He might get, I don't know if he has wings, but he got them grandma meatballs that are out of this world. The meatballs at 618 in Freehold are some of the best you're ever going to get. I don't oh, think he God. does. Do you know what he has? I, he's got me. There's a, there's a drink that his bartenders put together that I now serve at home. And I forget what he calls it, a midnight Manhattan or something like that. Anyway, they are, it's such a great place. But I don't think he's got wings at 618. No, but, but Carmine's, not. right? We're doing Carmine's. Oh, they're unbelievable. They're half-baked, half-fried. They are so good. They can't, you know, Tommy's got good ones. A lot of these places got good wings. Yeah. These are unbelievable. They're, they're crazy. All right. Okay, next time I talk to Matt, I'm going to make sure he invites you and your wife. And me and my girl, sometime we'll have a dinner down there at his place pro bono. Uh, uh, there, you, there you go, Kevin. All right. All right, my friend. You take care. Bye-bye. Right. Carmine's and AC. You know, on a Small Business Monday, it's okay to plug a big place. You know why? Because Jersey people work there. Most of these places are, even though they're big, there's a family that owns them. There's a, there are families that are supported by the wait staff and the cooks and everybody else. So don't worry. If it's a business in New Jersey... We want to hear from you and talk about it. Listen, on the other side, I want to uh, step out of the food talk for a minute. Um, there's a guy named Christopher Stadoulis, and his wife, Cynthia Reyes, was a candidate for North Hunter and Board of Ed in 2023. Uh, we endorsed her. We went knocking on doors with her. I spoke to a group at uh, Red Mill in Clinton with my good friend Eric Peterson, who is one of the uh, champions in our assembly, one of the good guys. Uh, the North Hunter and High School librarian, this woman named Martha Hickson, is pushing again another librarian pushing the sexually explicit content now they sent me a flyer i'm going to tell you guys it's too explicit that i'm not going to get that through the corporate censors to even post on our website but it's available to your children in the north hundred in school so i'm going to have him tell you there's a meeting tonight and talk about what parents are doing to fight back. 1-800-283-101.5 is my number. Time is 927. The news is next with Eric Scott. 937 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. You remember, I, I um, in the fall of 2022, I spoke at a rally with my good friend Eric Peterson. Remember the assembly in... Hunterdon County, uh, one of the good guys, a real champion of parental rights and common sense. We spoke at the Red Mill in Clinton, um, but some of the the uh, left-wingers who were supporting the sexualized curriculum complained, and uh, the Red Mill wouldn't let us uh, have the event inside. So we ended up outside, and it was, it was great, honestly. It was fantastic. We had a great crowd. It was loud. They tried to uh, uh, shut us down with um, the drum beats and some bunch of crazy, goofy, weirdo leftists out there. But it didn't work. Our message got uh, through loud and clear. Um, Cynthia Reyes ran for Board of Education in North Hundred and, and won. And we were proud to uh, be on her side. Now, the librarian at North Hundred and now going after her, attacking her and her husband, Christopher, um, which is amazing because they have pointed out that the librarian at the North Hunterdon High School in Annandale, Martha Hickson is her name, um, is, again, like some of these other librarians, pushing sexually explicit material. Uh, it's so sexually explicit that I don't know that I'll be able to share the flyer 
on our website. Yeah, I mean, it is not safe for work, but it's available to your kids. Joining me now, um, Christopher Stadoulis, who is fighting the fight in North Hundred. And Christopher, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Bill. How are you today? Good. So thank you for bringing this to my attention. I, I got your note with the flyer, and uh, I know it was even blurred out. It's unbelievable that this is uh, available to minor children. Correct. Uh, even blurred out uh, Facebook, um, other media platforms, social media platforms actually remove it or ban you yep. from their platform, even when it's blurred out. Yeah. Um, Bill, there's a lot to cover here. I'm going to cover as much as I can and be as concise as possible. And Go. Tight as possible. All right. Sexually explicit content in the book. Let's let's talk about it. It, it encourages minors to sext. To sext, you send pictures, nude pictures or sexually provocative pictures, how to do it, how to be safe when doing it. Meanwhile, it's a school policy that you it's against the policy. You can't sext. You you get in trouble for it. There's also laws on on the books in New Jersey uh, against sexting. It, It encourages minors to pay for and watch porn. It directs minors to share fetishes and and kinks with strangers online. Now, Christopher, let me just let me just be clear so everyone understands what you're talking about. These are books that the librarian has in the high school library, so available to kids. Uh, What's a freshman? How old's a freshman? Fourteen, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, fourteen. Yeah. So it's available to fourteen to seventeen. And you're talking about pornography. Now, if you were a foster parent and you had a fourteen-year-old and you had them watching pornography, you would lose that kid. A parent could be charged for doing something like that. Absolutely. Bill, yep. this has nothing to do with LGBT. Uh, this book crosses all kinds of sexual orientations. Uh, uh, it's not solely for LGBT. So initially, Martha Hickson was uh, using the LGBT uh, narrative that we were against LGBT people. When I have family uh, members that are LGBT, I have friends. It's never been about the alphabet soup. This You talk to, uh, I have had more gay parents call this show when I talk about this, Christopher, and they are as outraged as you are. Gay or straight, if you're raising a child, you're not exposing them to pornography unless you're a, a parent who ought to be investigated, indicted, lose custody, and perhaps spend some time behind bars. Uh, you're not doing it. Absolutely. And the fact that Martha Hickson thinks it's appropriate for high school. So tell me what's going on tonight, Christopher. What What's happening tonight? What can parents do to push back against this clear uh, grooming and sexualization of our kids? So at 7 p.m. tonight at North Huntington High School in Annandale, New Jersey, we're having a school board meeting. Keep in mind, no one is formally requested to remove a book or to have a book considered for removal. So that was a lie that Martha put out there. No one harassed the librarian. She made that claim as well, uh, simply because videos were put out there, public records of the videos from past meetings uh, where fathers were speaking directly from the book. And she didn't like that because she's responsible for choosing the books. And she's very proud of that. And it's in the policy. Uh, The other thing is... uh, Basically, she created a narrative, a false narrative. She riled people up. She's got the union involved. She's got other organizations involved. She's contacted. I'm sure she's probably contacted the children, the students, because she did that in 2021. And she admitted this in a podcast with Amy. I believe her name is Amy Harmon. Uh, She was with the New York Times or still is. And and Martha admitted that she initially contacted the students, the Gay Straight Alliance organization and another organization in the school, a group that is comprised of the students. 
to let them know that they're attacking genderqueer and lawn boy. Right. And that it's a, it's an anti LGBT movement, which is ridiculous. Uh, but but they're sex books. It's, it's, look, it's child pornography. I remember when my friend Robert Pluto, who owns Leonardo's, is on the board of education in Lawrenceville, and he he said, "You're not going to believe what's available." But in this case, it was grade school library. I mean, it, this has gone too far. Uh, and whether you're gay or straight, if you are responsible for a child, for a minor. Uh, the idea of of sexualizing them and and trying to infuse a sexual curriculum is absolutely outrageous. So, Christopher, what do you want parents to do? I only got about thirty seconds. What is your call to action? I'd like them to show up at the meeting tonight. Uh, whether they uh, speak and speak for three minutes or less, that's on them. If they'd like to, it would be great. Uh, at least come show uh, support. Uh, say no, this needs to stop. The sexual books need to be looked at. They need to be replaced with other LGBT-themed books for those LGBT, LGBT books and replace them. We're not saying to dismantle LGBT. Well, I, I don't know why you need any of this garbage in our libraries. It's ridiculous. Right. Enough, right? It's enough coddling of the alphabet soup. Audience. But they're not banning books. I mean, the idea of preventing your kid from watching pornography is not a movie ban. This idea they, no. they think we're attacking free speech is crazy. Uh, Cynthia Reyes, your wife, she's on the Board of Ed. Is she going to recuse herself or is she going to stand strong? Absolutely, absolutely not. She shouldn't, and they, they can't bar her and demand her Good. To, to recuse herself. Ask Cynthia. Ask her. She'll call on the show tomorrow to give us a report on what happens. I will. I will. Thank you. Thank Bill. you, Christopher. Keep, stay strong. We're with you 100%. You take Thank care. You. All right, let me go to Eric Peterson, Assemblyman Eric Peterson, uh, one of the first guys to really stand up and say, whoa, we're going too far here. Assemblyman, good morning. Good morning, Bill. How are you? I'm good, Eric. I, I am disturbed by this because it, it really should speak volumes that the the pornography that they're pushing on our children, I could not post on our corporate website. Think about that. I, it's just unbelievable to me. Um, I think somebody should ask these folks, why? Why do they think this is so important? Why do they organize and they want to come out and they want to shut down the school board's right to make decisions for the kids? You know, uh, you and I both helped a bunch of these folks get elected to the school board. Mm -hmm. it's, my, it's my kid's school that North Hunterdon is my kid's school. Uh, we helped people get elected at school board. They ran on this issue. The people voted for them, put them on that school board, and these people want to shut down the voter, what the voters decided on November. Yeah. Um, it's just outrageous to me. Who That's is this eight. Martha Hickson? I mean, how long has she had her public job? I mean, how does a librarian turn into such a radical like i it's it's wild to me the librarian was always kind of like the quiet job where they valued books and learning i mean it's just amazing to me that we've got librarians like this martha hickson who are aggressive radicals i i have no idea who this woman is she her only claim to fame is that she's been pushing this uh pornography in the library um, in my opinion, it's pornography. It's, it's very graphic. Uh, like you said, you couldn't have these books sitting on your desk at work because no. it'd be sexual harassment. That's right. Um, I'd lose my job. Let me tell you. Let me tell you how far we've come. When I remember when I was in grade school, the Sports Illustrated bathing suit edition came out, and of course, we all wanted to go down and take a look at the Sports Illustrated <laughs> bathing suit edition. All us young boys, right? Right. And 
I was so disappointed when I got there and pulled out the Sports Illustrated and the librarian had taken out all the bathing suit uh, <laughs> photographs because she felt it was inappropriate. Right. Right. Fast forward to today, I mean, my gosh, I'd be happy that they just had that in there. If right. That was the controversy. I'd so, be happy. I hear you, Eric. Are you? You're going tonight. This is your kid's school. Uh, can you check in with us tomorrow? I'd love to get a report on what's happening. I'll text you what's a good time, but I want to bring this up again tomorrow because I'm going to run out of time uh, today. But good luck tonight. And uh, if you, if you or your colleagues, anybody wants to tag me on social media to promote when parents should show up tonight, I'm happy to uh, share that. And let's check in again tomorrow. All right. Thanks, Phil. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate you. Take care. All right, everybody else hang in. The 947 Fast Traffic Instant went. 9.53 on New Jersey 101.5. I am Bill Spadio with you at 10 o'clock, which means I got to get out of here. Uh, as you know, there's a school board meeting tonight, uh, North Hunterdon High School. Librarian Martha Hickson out of control, pushing what can only be described as absolute pornography um, in front of children. It, it's really outrageous. My friend Cynthia Reyes who uh, just got elected to the school board in 2023 with our help and the help of my good friend uh, Eric Peterson, member of the Assembly. Her husband, uh, Christopher Stadoulis, called in earlier, um, and they're going to the meeting tonight encouraging parents to go. All right, I'm going to squeeze in one more call. Kathleen is a parent in the district in Lebanon. Hey, Kathleen, you got about 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, Bill, thanks for having me on. You got I'm it. I'm a parent at the North Hunterdon um, Voorhees School District. I have a son with autism. There are a lot of great young adults in this school district with special needs. They do not need to inadvertently come upon this disgusting material that you cannot unsee. No. They're oftentimes emotionally much younger than their actual age. That's right. And great point. we need to protect all these kids, including typical kids, atypical kids. Yeah. It's ludicrous. And this clown show of, uh, that has happened on the shoulders of Martha Hicks needs to stop. And it's simply... It's a simple thing. Board needs to say no to especially explicit material. That's Period. End of sentence. Uh, I appreciate you, Kathleen. We need to do a lot more for our special needs community in this state. We should not be playing games with this child porn in the schools. I'm with you 100% on that. I stand with all the parents and the teachers and the board members that want nothing to do with this. Hopefully uh, the right thing's going to happen tonight. Uh, Kathleen, thank you. I'll have an update tomorrow. You take care. All right, guys. 9.55. I am Bill Spadia. All right, I've got a post coming up about uh, the best chicken wings, so check out nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia, and I will see you tomorrow at 6. I went everybody's head about the bird. The bird, bird, bird. The bird's a winner when the bird, bird, bird. The bird is a winner when the bird, bird, bird. When the bird is a winner when the bird, bird, bird. The bird's a winner when the bird, bird, bird. When the bird is a winner when the bird, bird. The bird's a winner when the bird, bird, bird. The bird's a winner when the bird, bird, bird. When the bird is a winner. Thanks for listening to the Bill Spadia Show On Demand. Don't forget to check out the latest online from Bill Spadia on our free app or nj1015.com. Bill Spadia.